This is the Doctor Who podcast, and you are most welcome. of Gallifrey well it's actually quite difficult to sit down and and talk about without lapsing into a review of both the 2010 and 2011 events that I went to I, I just want to explain how I felt about traveling what was for me the furthest I've ever traveled on my own just to spend three or four days in the basement of a hotel, which isn't even close to the centre of Los Angeles. I mean, it's it's almost at the end of the runway. Um, so there was no Hollywood sign for me, not for the first few days. There were no tours of the tar pits or anything else that Los Angeles is famous for. And I remember arriving on the Thursday evening, completely jet-lagged. As far as my body was concerned, it was the middle of the night, but... Everything around me was telling me it was about 8 or 9 o'clock at night and I should really stay up. And I didn't know anybody. I mean, everybody talks about LobbyCon and how friendly it is. And, and whilst that's not untrue, it's always difficult to get speaking to people who you don't know, uh, particularly when your eyes are still closing. I suppose technically I was there covering things for the DWO Who cast. I wasn't a regular presenter, but I was still working with Trevor at the time, and we had a temporary stand-in host that of a certain two-minute time lord, and, and that was fantastic. It was great to finally meet Chip and realise he didn't look a thing like the image that I'd built up inside my head, and that was true for all of the podcasters I met at Gallifrey 2010. And it makes you realise how this strange audio medium that we are now so familiar with works on the brain if that makes any kind of sense because without realizing it you bring up mental images of what people are like and of course those images are completely debunked when you finally meet these people anyway I was very fortunate to have already met James from Podshock a few months beforehand and fortunately he was incredibly welcoming and introduced me to Lewis Strapani who of course is the podfather of Doctor Who podcasts and they took me around the restaurant so I never had a meal on my own and it was it was an amazing experience despite being permanently jet lagged. I was only in LA for four days, I arrived on the Thursday evening and flew out back to London again on the Monday. It was Monday evening. So I, I didn't get a chance to see much of Los Angeles apart from a very quick bus tour on the Monday, which was fantastic. Um, it, it was amazing to see Los Angeles in California for the very first time, albeit if it was condensed into about eight hours on a bus. And the people on that bus were really friendly. So my experience was very rich and I, I thoroughly enjoyed seeing a different part of the world that I never thought I'd ever see, frankly. 2011 was a completely different experience. I knew what I was going to get at Gallifrey. And in addition to which, I knew Trevor was going to be there, who I knew as well as it was possible to know someone 
without actually having met them beforehand. I'd spent probably the best part of a year and a half talking to Trevor every weekend for two or three hours about Doctor Who before I got to meet him. And yeah, of course you end up feeling slightly concerned about this unnatural way of, of, of meeting someone, or I suppose in this day and age it's now one of the most common ways of meeting people. But I remember being completely at ease. Trevor made the trip to the airport because he'd already been in Los Angeles for a few days by the time I arrived. And there was absolutely no difference to speaking to Trevor on the internet. In fact, it made me think, well, what was I worried about? Because we were talking, as we had done for the last couple of years, the only difference being that we'd actually could see each other in person. In 2011, I spent even less time in Los Angeles. I flew in on Thursday evening, it was on the later flight, and I left on the Sunday evening. So once again, jet lag was amazing. I don't even know why I bother booking a hotel room, really, at Gallifrey, because... I don't know when it's time to go to bed. I don't know when it's time to eat. It's it's just three days for me of, of hardcore Doctor Who. I was far more involved in the organisation this time around. Not, not in as much as I helped out, but I was involved on two panels, which I thoroughly enjoyed. The second of which was incredibly popular. It was to discuss all things David Tennant and... I think I annoyed, amused and upset the audience in equal measure. It was something that I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed and I, I very much hope that I can get back on the panels in 2013 when, um, when I intend to go again. I think the scale of 2011 was, was even grander than 2010. Now, the, the basement at the Marriott at the Los Angeles Airport Hotel is enormous and in 2010... It was so big, it was shared. You had all the Gallifrey attendees on one side, and on a Saturday night, you had another room that was completely full up with a fraternity party or something. It was a, it was a most interesting mix of worlds, let's say. 2011, because Gallifrey was, has been just so successful, we had the whole of the basement, and it was enormous. You'd never seen so many Doctor Who fans all in one place. There was a TV station there on one night, and it, it was just incredible. The ambience was different as well, because there were so many podcasters, Doctor Who podcasters. There were staggering stories, there was the Oodcast, and we spent a good couple of hours with Radio Free Scaro as well into the early hours of, well, I think it was the early hours anyway, of, of the Saturday night just talking about podcasting and Doctor Who. I think just sitting down with a beer in one hand and using the other to gesticulate wildly when making Doctor Who-related points was certainly one of my highlights of 2011. But it's strange because people often say, what is it about Gallifrey that makes you want to go back? What is it that makes you want to leave your wife and child? And and for me, that has been one of the hardest things about Gallifrey, is, is going away for four or five days from my family. What is it that makes you do that? And rather inconveniently for a podcast, I can't really put it into words effectively. But all I can say is that it hasn't really got a great deal to do with Doctor Who. It's it's much more about meeting people with a common interest and just sitting down, relaxing with them in an extremely friendly environment, surrounded by your stars, you know, your childhood heroes, people who you used to watch on television, are, are walking around, mingling, drinking, relaxing, and that there isn't any real kind of 
hierarchy. It isn't a case of the guests are held on a pedestal and are aloof. It's one big fan gathering. And I think that's probably the main reason why Gadafrey is so successful now. It's because of the atmosphere and the ambience it creates. Don't get me wrong, there's still the commercial element to Gadafrey. And anybody who tells you that there aren't dealers there selling merchandise for vastly inflated prices, you know, is just wrong. The dealer's room at Gadafrey is the biggest I have ever seen. But you can tell making a quick buck is not what the organisers are trying to do here. They're providing this forum, this place for people to travel sometimes halfway around the world just to meet other people with the same kind of interests. And that's precisely what Trevor and I did, although we flew around the world the opposite way to each other, but still ended up in the same place, if you know what I mean. Oh, it's spacey wacy. So yes, as Gadafrey 23 approaches, I am extremely disappointed on one hand that I'm not going. I'd love to go over and hear Paul McGann and, and basically see the telemovie reunion happen in the Gallifrey way. But I'll also be making certain I'm following things online. I'll be downloading Doctor Who podcasts from those individuals who are lucky enough to be able to make it this year. And I will just sit tight and wait till 2013 and it's over a year away as I'm sitting down in front of my recorder talking about this and I still am getting excited about going in another 12 months time. I would heartily recommend that every Doctor Who fan who is able goes to the Gadafrey convention at least once in your lifetime. If you haven't got anyone else who shares your passion then Pluck up the courage and go alone. I'm not saying going anywhere is easy, no matter how friendly the individuals are when you arrive, but it is worth making the investment at least once in your lifetime. So I'll leave you with the thought that Gallifrey isn't really in Casturbrus. It's in Los Angeles, and it isn't a place. It's an ideal. It's a Doctor Who fan's utopia. And it's all about the people who attend that make this event the best and the number one Doctor Who convention in the world. Watch out Los Angeles 2013. Trevor and I are coming back. That was the Doctor Who Podcast, which you can find at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. If you have any feedback, please send it into feedback at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and via the Doctor Who Podcast forums. Thank you for listening. Take care.